2: of death and grief. Each week, I talk to a different person about their experiences of grief and death as we remember someone that they have lost along the way. Whether it was a long time ago or you've just joined the club. Welcome to Griefcast.
1: Hey
2: griefsters, I hope you're having an okay week I have a stinking cold (laughs) Um, I know exactly why I got this cold Because I spent the weekend in the playground And I don't know if you noticed But this weekend was fucking freezing And I... There's nowhere else to take children to do anything So you have to stand in the freezing cold So we were actually in a playground when it was minus four If you are in England at the moment It is freezing um, it's getting warmer spring is coming flowers are appearing these are all the things i'm clinging on to i hope wherever you are this internable locking down is is somehow today not as bad as another day but it, it probably is because it is interminable. um and i send much much love to you wherever you are because yeah this is really really tough and if you are grieving in this period i'm you have nothing but my empathy because this is very hard. So wherever you are, just a reminder that you're not alone. And if you are new to this club, thanks to what's happening currently in our world, I'm very, very sorry that you have joined us, but you are definitely not alone. There are lots of us here, and we are all part of the griefcast Griefster community. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I've really got a cold. This is <laughs> this is so rambly. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. If you, if you don't fancy doing those things, that's all right. I understand it's a lot, isn't it? it's too much to do. Just thank you for listening. This week I'm speaking to Kobe Amanaka. Kobe is a podcaster and all-round generally brilliant person if you are part of the podcasting community in uh, london you definitely know him because he's just so brilliant so wonderful he's the host of the very brilliant flicks watcher podcast which he hosts with helen sadler he's also the host of the wire stripped podcast uh, which is actually just come back they've just started their third season and they go through every single episode of hbo's the wire it's very very brilliant it's very successful and he's the producer and co-founder of stripped media podcasting network um kobe is such a lovely person and i was so grateful that he came in to speak to me about his brother som who passed away when they were both teenagers this conversation was recorded in 2019 at whistledown studios when we were allowed to be in rooms together very exciting (laughs) remember that and since then kobe has actually rather delightfully had a baby boy hopefully we'll be able to be in a room together soon You have two very successful podcasts. Yeah. One of which I've been on. You have been. Thank you uh, very much. Flix Watcher. Yeah. And the other one is called The Wire.
0: The Wire Strip. The Wire Strip. Yes. The Wire Stripped.
2: Now, I've, I've never seen The Wire. Well, well. I know. And I know that your The Wire Stripped is entirely about The Wire, right? It's
0: entirely about The Wire. Literally so, zero things else.
2: Yeah. So, hence, I haven't listened to that one, but I have listened to <laughs> Flix Watcher. I feel bad about The Wire. Like, I just missed it. I just missed the gap where what? everyone was watching it. So, yeah, The Wire Stripped, is, you've had, like, the guests, people from The Wire, weren't yeah, right?
0: Um, had we all, always have guests from the show and people behind the scenes and stuff talking about the show and wow. how we put it together. Wow. And super proud of how it kind of came about because yeah. it was just... It was my idea to talk about The Wire with my friend Dave and <laughs> became this thing that's bigger than we yeah. imagine it being and getting so many people involved. And um, it's kind of crazy. It was super, yeah. super insanely crazy for us.
2: Um, and then Flix Watcher, obviously, is uh, where you watch. Well, you explain. So we I get
0: our, our guests who are other podcasters, such as yourself. They yeah. curate the episodes. Uh, you pick a film from Netflix that's available on Netflix mm-hmm. in the UK and we sit around a table. With two guests and have a laugh and and talk about the show yeah, and uh, yeah. talk about the film in a in a light-hearted way.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was so. So my one was with Edith Bowman. Yes. And um, yeah, I chose Don't Think Twice, which is a very uh, like lightweight. Well, not lightweight, but like sort of easy to watch film by improv. Yeah. And she chose Inception. <laughs> she did, yeah. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, I, I thought we were just like watching like something light, but yes, you were
0: like me. I'd seen we'd both seen it once, hadn't yeah, we?
2: Yeah, I thought I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> it's so long. It's so intense. It is. You see, it my is. my viewing. I'm actually a much better listener than I am viewer. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, it's bit much. But it was actually really good. Yeah, it was
0: really good. It's both great episodes. So yeah, yeah. I'll
2: bless you. i mean, obviously that's not why we're here sure. today. Um, but it's very nice to have <laughs> to talk to <laughs> you about nice things. Um, so who are we remembering today?
0: Uh, my brother Sam. Som. Uh, most people call him Som. I call him Som. My family call him Som, but all all his friends call him Som because it's spelled S O M. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Som. And you called it, but you called him Som.
0: I call him Som. Som. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. We can do either. Yeah. Um. And so, when did Som die?
0: He died in. January 1997.
2: 1997, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was just before, the year before my dad died. So yeah, you've, you've hit like the, past the 20-year mark then.
0: Yes, oh yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how old was he when he died?
0: So he would have been sixteen on, th- on his next birthday.
2: Oh, gosh. So
0: yeah, he was 15 at the time.
2: 15 at the time. Yeah. So how did he die? What happened?
0: So he had, um, he was, pretty much ill for most of his life. Wow. He was diagnosed with a disease called sickle cell anemia. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of, a, it's an hereditary disease, which kind of means instead of like the normal round blood vessels, frisbee-shaped blood vessels, you have ones that are sickle-shaped. Um, and that means it's, you know, you, you, you get complications in your life. You get, um, can get shooting pains, massive kind of pains, because the blood cells literally don't flow properly. They kind no, of get stuck and amalgamated no. and cause like really big shakes. And I, I remember when he got kind of diagnosed, I think we were, I was like six-ish. Was he
2: older or younger than you? He was younger than me. Well, younger, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so I just turned 17. He was about to turn oh, 16 right, at yeah. that time. Um, and he, I remember getting diagnosed because he just he just started shaking. And then my, dad, my dad's a paediatrician. He's, he's a doctor.
1: Wow. So I
0: think he just kind of saw what's happening and thought, right, I know exactly what's going on here. Yeah. And scoots him up, put him into a pram. So at six-year-old, I was like... <laughs> He's shaking, and then you put him in a pram. and Then my dad just like ran off to the hospital.
2: Wow.
0: Um, and I was like, okay, well, that's a weird thing that happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, that must have been quite frightening. Well, I didn't.
0: I'd say it's just when you're, when you're kind of same age as your siblings and you yeah. play around with each other. You just kind of laugh at each of the stupid things that you do. Like You yeah. know, when they fall over, you're laughing whenever yeah. they're, um, you know, someone something goes wrong, you, the first reaction is to laugh at them rather yeah. than to understand. And at yeah, six, seven years old, I had no... Yeah, you no just don't know, do you? It, yeah. yeah,
2: you're just like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay.
0: And then when he came out from the hospital, he told me, my dad, um, my brother told me, some, uh, someone told me that he was diagnosed with this thing called sickle cell anemia. And then I laughed again because I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's silly. Anyway... Let's play on a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: it's so hard as a kid, isn't it, to understand what, what these things mean, I think. Yeah. You know, like, it's, I'm sure your brother probably had the same thing of like, when someone tells you these things. It's like, all right, Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean for my life and my world? You yeah, know, yeah, well,
0: that's it. Like, So we've got no kind of frame of reference. Yeah, so you, don't actually, yeah. you can't contemplate what that might mean. Even if someone has said, oh, these, these cells in your body aren't the, the correct shape.
2: Yeah, he's you know, like, like, okay. <laughs> um
0: I still want to play on the computer yeah, I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Can I can I do that please? Star Wars, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
2: So he was ill for like uh, from birth, really. Yeah,
0: he must have been ill from birth. Yeah. He just maybe hadn't been caught. Right, yeah. And then I think one way they tried to treat it was via bone marrow transplant. Oh, right. Yeah. So I was I was a donor for him and gave him my, my bone marrow. Um oh. but that was like a weird thing as well, my parents just said, Well, you're obviously you're a match your brother, so we're going to do this bone marrow transplant. I was like, okay, that's that's what's going to happen. Oh, and my
2: God. But how does a bone marrow transplant work? Do you have to... I remember watching something once and saying, like, the person who has a transplant has to have stuff done to, like, increase the bone marrow. Is that right?
0: I think they have to they have to do stuff to get your... To, again, I was when this happened, I was nine or ten, maybe. Wow. So now reading back in it, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher the explanation completely. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, don't uh, But I have to do some... Some things to get the, his cells ready,
2: right? Yeah, before
0: yeah. Before they can implant my stem cells, which they took from my hip,
2: wow. into him,
0: so that um, there's less chance of rejection, yeah, yeah. and more chance of like it's kind of working and and taking properly.
2: Oh my god! Um, so you had to go and have like an operation, or yeah, I had,
0: to have an, I had an operation. I was under general anesthetic, anesthesia, general anesthetic, (laughs) general (laughs) anesthetic, general anesthetic to do that. But I was just like, yeah, I'd seen my brother in hospital. So I wasn't, I wasn't afraid of being in hospital. Um, And they just said, well, we're going to put you under. And I remember waking up and then my dad Presented me with a Liverpool football kit <laughs> when I woke up and I was like, that's okay, my, my hip hurts a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I've got a Liverpool football kit. Yeah, I've got
0: a Liverpool football kit. And oh
2: my God. So I, you were about 10 when that happened?
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Wow. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. But I can see that um when you're a kid, you're just like, it's just what's happening. Exactly. And it's yeah. like, okay. But like now you think about, like a tenant, you think, oh, having to have, and your parents as well, like two children having to have operations. Yes. Like that must have been so stressful. It must have been,
0: I mean, crazy. Yeah. Um,
2: and how many? How many other? Is it just you and some?
0: I've uh, got another brother, uh, Galibe, who's currently in uh, the states at the moment. So he's younger still.
2: Right. Yeah. Are so you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah. Oh, Okay. And yeah. it was the three of you. It was the three of us. Yeah. Right. Okay. God. So they must have been. That's a lot. <laughs> three a lot boys anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Stressful.
0: Running around. Yeah. Causing causing havoc.
2: And then yeah, like to have two of you in hospital. So did the did the bone marrow transplant help or?
0: As far as I understand, that's did resolve the kind of sickle cell problem. Wow. Uh, But then he just had further kind of complications. Right. After the operation, he had to go into isolation, so to make sure that, because he had like zero... Immune system. Yeah, exactly. So there was a time where, you know, he had to stay at home for like a year. So he couldn't go to school for a year. And, you know, Mm -hmm. had to make sure we're super careful. Like if we got ill, if people were ill at school, we just had to, you know, take care so we didn't bring that back to to him. And I think there's just that underlying... Nothing, it didn't really resolve. Um, I think it just brought further complications. Oh. And thinking about it, I don't really know what happened, but he just he had lots of stints in hospital. Mm. And he still went, you know, once he got out of isolation, he went to school and things. He went to the same school as I did, mm. but it just kind of progressively got worse. Um, so I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't really understand what. what yeah, was happening. quite what
2: the medical details. Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. And um, it's hard as well because you were you were a child as well. Yeah, so I feel like that with my dad sometimes. Like because I was fifteen, it's like. It's I don't I never sat in rooms and understood what doctors were saying. Yeah. You know, you just were like, oh, he's not very well. Yeah, like so he's you're like, of,
0: oh, this is happening now. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. We'll yeah. go to the we'll go to the hospital and
2: yeah, sure.
0: And I think it's what it is because if you these things happen when you're younger, I know for yourself, haven't heard you talk about your father before. It was a lot shorter, compa- yes, compa- compa- yeah, time it was very you, short, really. yeah. So from for yourself, I guess from 15 to suddenly having to go to at a hospital appointments and things like that, that yeah must that have been was a bit very of
2: unusual and yeah even doctors were like you know the only one we'd seen before that was like just gp for like yeah. your colds or something exactly. yeah yeah but for you so some had had like had that world had been very present like yeah was, so yeah. We're,
0: we're used against to to hospital and um it just became like the, the thing we did and it's like you know some some houses some of our friends they support Liverpool, some of our friends, hated football, and it's just like in our family, we go to hospital with a brother when when he needs to go for treatment, and yeah, that's, we just yeah. went and did that on when it needed to happen. Yeah. So it's just it was just like an ingrained part of our lives. It, it it would have been odd if it suddenly stopped in a way that he yeah. was like if his son became cured, um, it would have been like okay, we, so what? We're not going to
2: hospital anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're
0: not, we're not going to do this anymore.
2: So what happened as? um you know, he approached 15 then. Did he sort of deteriorate very quickly or...?
0: Yeah, so I'm not sure how... No, it wasn't really a noticeable deterioration from my point of view. So we took him out of the school I went to, uh, secondary school that we mm. were going to together. And he started going to school, which was around the corner. just says easier for easier for parents to take him to school or yeah, not. Yeah. And if he wasn't able to go to school, then was, you know, it was just easier. Um Things like he started using a wheelchair just because he couldn't really... Like when he started secondary school he was doing the races and stuff like that. I'd do sports day and wow. and gym and stuff like that. But then a few years later, uh, we'd put him in a wheelchair to go to places. Um but with you know, as far as my interaction with him was still Apart from when we were very young, we used to scrap and fight and stuff like that. We didn't really do that once we got older. We were just playing on the computer a lot. So a lot of that was still kind yeah. of the same.
2: and I guess when somebody's ill and in a wheelchair, they can play on the computer. Yeah, like You're exactly. not like, yeah, it's not like, oh, he can't come play football. Yeah. And were you two, like, quite um, quite close? Yeah,
0: we were definitely when we were younger.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
0: we got to scouts together, have the same kind of friends, because we we're, were only, like, a year apart.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, in the like, in the local neighbourhood and stuff like that. And then there's one year when... I got a bike for Christmas and the youngest brother got a bike but Sam was too old to Aww. get a bike so he got stereo. <laughs> I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> See the, the first CD player that wasn't in like the lounge was oh, wow! Was, I was like, okay, oh, yeah. this is good. I like this. I'm hang around in your a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
2: You're like, so uh, I want to share the stereo. <laughs> like be. that seems pretty fair. We should we should share the stereo. I am the
0: oldest. I put the groundwork in. So, um, and be, it was one of those scenes. Where it's like the presence would be different because he wouldn't be able to do the same things yeah, that yeah. he would have done if um,
2: he'd been well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. um and um so, you know, what was he like, like as a you know, as a brother? Like you said so computer games were like a big part for you guys. Mm. Like was you were you both sort of into computer games or was he like you said, did you did you argue about a lot or did you talk about his illness or anything like that?
0: Didn't really talk about his illness that much because again it wasn't really as it seems abstract to other people, but it's just yeah. that ingrained again to what it's we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Um but we, you know, got on really well, had lots of fights. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, we would just like watch all the films together, um, look after each other. My mum used to work, so in the summer holidays, um, you know, we'd take I'd take care of him and my younger brother.
2: Oh, wow. So we'd just
0: be hanging around watching films and TV together, and it was just. So like, was
2: he into films and telly in the same way that you are? Or um, you?
0: Well, I think I think a lot of that's where that came from for me. Wow. You know, just yeah. like being at home with with the brothers and my parents had this thing about my mum particularly recorded like everything off TV. Oh wow! Which is really odd. But, we, you know, when it became the holidays, we just looked through the list of films and we're like, <laughs> The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Interesting. Let's press play.
2: <gasps> wow. Tootsie. So she just recorded all the films? Yeah,
0: just put all the films on. And I was like, Tootsie, that sounds a bit rubbish. Right. <laughs> so we just like literally pick films based on the name. And then we'd also be able to go to the video shop and get like one film a day yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So that was, yeah, that was a lot of what we did together. It was just... Hang around, watch films. Watch the Cosby Show was like our (laughs) favourite thing to watch. um,
2: I loved it. I loved the Cosby Show too. I mean, we we all we all have to look back at something, don't we? Go, oh, oh "Oh, no, (laughs) I (laughs) like that show. Um, Anyway, yes, yeah, that's really um, interesting. Then, so obviously now films have become like such a large part of what you do. Yeah, and that's obviously where it was cemented. I think I think it was. Yeah, yeah, just watching and watching and watching. Me and my brother used to do that. My dad used to record stuff off the telly as well. Not quite as well, <laughs> yeah. he would do more like you'd be like Metropolis, <laughs> like, oh, okay. And then you'd sort of be watching it like, mm, not quite sure I'm old enough to appreciate yeah. this. Um, Yeah, he was really into like, yeah, really into films a lot actually. But that was like such a thing, wasn't it? Just watching stuff on VHS and yeah. the video show. And, you'd watch, and the same,
0: you'd watch the same film multiple times a week yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Cause a, there wasn't that many opportunities yeah. to watch it. And B, if you, hey, if you like twins, why yeah. not watch it again? <laughs> like the day after.
2: <laughs> twins and uh, one we used to watch was Uncle Bark.
0: Oh, of course. That's amazing, though.
2: I love that film. Yeah. I should have chosen that. I don't think it's on Netflix. It's not on Netflix, no. I watched it recently, um, you know, that slightly wary, oh, I hope it stood up. Yeah. And the bit where he drops the plate is still one of the greatest comedy bits I've ever seen. It's,
0: I mean, it's just. It's so good. I'm reading this book. i uh, just finished reading this book called Wild and Crazy Guys. Oh, um, uh, about... about the 80s, about. Those guys in the yeah. '80s com- comedy scene, so John Candy, Bill Murray, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin, and it's just it's John Candy. like John Candy and Bill Murray are the absolute like pinnacles of awesome people yeah. and Rick Moranis as well oh yeah and Moranis
2: um, honey I shrunk the kids yeah, oh exactly. my god yeah so
0: that you know that was another film we saw together at the cinema and then yeah. watched it multiple times
2: that was the fun you could watch it at the cinema yeah. and then when it came out a year later on exactly. VHS you were like kids, oh!
0: this is how it used to be
2: yeah exactly <laughs> oh we used to like be like oh I get to watch it again yeah. like and that bit's still funny yeah. and then you'd rewind and watch. I know they don't appreciate it they don't appreciate it um but that's really lovely. So he you would you would hang out with him a lot then, even yeah. though he was ill, it wasn't like you were outside and yeah, you were sort of in his world together. Well
0: this is it, yeah. We, I mean we, up until, you know, I started playing a lot more sports at school and stuff and he didn't he didn't do that. Yeah, um yeah. but then he wasn't necessarily into sports in that kind of way. He didn't run around as much as yeah, I did. We would just yeah. hang out together, but I'd be the one that's doing the races and doing stupid tricks on my bike um, but he was never really like that yeah, that kind of yeah. personality so again that would that would have just been a different route that we'd gone down I think
2: yeah yeah and so then yeah so he's 15 yeah and he starts so he got very sick or was he in hospital what happened so
0: I, again this is kind of hazy for me but I remember like there's like one day on the way to school my mum. sometimes I I used to cycle a lot in school but sometimes mum would take us and then there's like this random conversation some conversation that came out of left field and mum kind of said have you ever thought of what would happen if you if uh, some died and I was like no I just assumed that he's going to be a bit ill and maybe get better at some yeah, point point. Yeah, yeah. and that kind of really kind of floored me because it wow. just hadn't it just hadn't really crept into my radar
2: so she said this on the way to school yeah. with you. oh wow like, yeah mum <laughs> but I guess it's a really they often say that because when you're walking along with a child yeah, it's like walking with a friend like not looking at each other it's less intense sure and it's like a casual like a good place to be like so have you <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so I guess she was trying to so maybe she could see you hadn't realised yeah wow but that must have been hard then at 16 to be like oh okay he's not he's really not well yeah
0: he's really not well and but still again I was like oh but he, he might die so that means he might not
2: Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if
0: it was a denial or if it was just not really understanding the the scope of what
2: yeah.
0: might happen. But it was that was a bit of like, oh shit, right? He can he could die because of, because of this. Mm. Um, and then I'm not sure. Like I said, there wasn't a noticeable decline for yeah. that. He was just he was just kind of inherently sick for a while, and then I kind of noticed a bit more kind of hustle and bustle with my parents a bit. And there's that last Christmas before he died. <laughs> Sorry.
2: That's all right. Don't worry.
0: So last last Christmas, Freud, I remember um, Dad's paying a bit more attention, and um, we'd be like watching. I'd be watching uh, films in the in the lounge, which is directly underneath his bedroom. Mm. And I just remember Dad being in there more and more. Yeah. So that was, was the
2: last Christmas, and then he died in the January. So he died
0: like uh, a few days later.
2: Oh yeah, that's really hard. Because yeah. It's funny when you don't know something is the last something. Yeah. As well, like or, or it starts becoming <laughs> obvious of like oh. This is the last Chris, you know, like, and then someone's too ill to be like, right, so you have to come downstairs and you have to like, we have to make the most of you this. You have to be around it, yeah, be Yeah, yeah I mean,
0: it's, this All single dancing coming yeah, kind of Christmas.
2: It's really hard. So he was in his bedroom for that Christmas then. He was too so, sick to come downstairs. So
0: he's, I mean, he's in the house, he was kind of mobile and, and yeah. did things, but the thing is, just. Um, the last few days with I think my dad just kinda of saw him getting weaker and weaker. Yeah,
2: yeah. And
0: as he's a doctor, I think he just wants to make sure he's nearby. Of
2: course it must have been hard for your dad because yeah, he yeah. must have really known what's going on. Yeah, which in some as ways as before is yeah. good because I think sometimes people that often on this show the shock is they didn't realise the severity of what was happening. Yeah. But yeah, for your anyone who's in the medical profession, it's you sort of have the the knowledge that you might not want at that point. You yeah, know, like, oh, actually, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your poor dad, that must have been so hard. Yeah, it was
0: tough. I can imagine, because I remember him... Because I could hear them talking up above oh. uh, whenever I was watching I don't know, Mary Poppins. <laughs> and uh, I just remember dad. I think, Sam fell asleep, and my, and dad was like, Sam, Sam. And at the time, I didn't realise why he'd um, yeah. kind of gone. He'd change that tone of voice. But now I think... Now, think back to that, I'm thinking he probably thought he might have passed at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it must have been horrible. It must have been oh, absolutely horrible.
2: must have been just so difficult. And especially with a child that's been sick for so long, I can only imagine that, you, you know, you've been, that's been in your head a long time. Yeah, for you them, know. For but it doesn't parents. mean it makes it any easier, but yeah. like you've been always dreading that day. So did he die at home? Yeah,
0: so he died at home. Oh, that's Um, nice. a Saturday, a couple of days later. And that was kind of strange.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so strange. It's such a weird thing, isn't
0: yeah. it? Yeah. I think my dad kind of just like knew that guys come up and my mum had been at work all day and she'd literally almost timed it perfectly to come back. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so it's so it was such a strange thing to see the passing of someone.
2: Yeah. So you weren't in the room?
0: We weren't we in the room and he called us up there. Right, yeah, yeah. Just as, as I um mum came back from work.
2: That's incredible that your mum made it at that time yeah. as well. And then, so his, yeah, you saw his body, which yeah. is is really, it's really hard as a teenager. It is. I think, yeah, it's really like, like you said, you don't, you don't really have the words for it. You're sort of like, this is big and I'm not sure.
0: You're like, is this really, is this, wow, is this how it happens?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember he died with his eyes open. Uh, yeah. And I did that thing where you can see in TV shows yeah, and films, I, I did the eye close, I tried the eye close and it kind of bounced back and I kind of was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'm you trying know? to do the Hollywood yeah.
2: moment here. Yeah, because they don't automate like they have to like be closed yeah. don't they, on some people. I think the nurses did that for my dad, actually, because they do often die with their eyes open. It's not always with their eyes closed, which is obviously what you imagine from watching a lot of films. Yeah. God, that must have been so hard, Kobe. And was your younger brother there as well? Yeah, he
0: was there. The whole, Everyone was there. The whole yeah. family was there at the time.
1: Hold up.
2: And then, what was that sort of like do you remember anything immediately after that? Or was it just a blur like
0: it was kind of a blur, I just kind of went to my room, and I was like, oh that's that's that." Then I remember the ambulance came and took him away, and then um yeah, we, we had a kind of family chat the next day, <laughs> and it was like, yes, yeah, new brothers died. um
2: were they very emotional at your parents about it, or like what was that family chat like?
0: I think that's the first time I have seen my dad cry yeah. in the way that that happened. He seemed to be that r- the kind of rock all the way through, mm. because I think because as as a doctor and us as a dad, he kind of knew that this is what okay. I need to have I need to present this kind of face at least to everyone else. Yeah, was, yeah. Um,
2: that's so hard. It must be so much pressure as well, like yeah, to be strong in that situation. When how can you be strong in that situation? You, like it's, like tough? it's just so so tough. Yeah.
0: So I can't imagine, and that's I can, yeah, I can't imagine. I don't have kids at the moment, but I can't imagine having to
2: oh. to
0: be that with, with their yeah. brothers and sisters and explain what's happened and be a kind of stoic and steady ship, I guess, for, yeah, for yeah. everyone else in the house.
2: And then did you have the funeral quite soon?
0: So the funeral happened, yeah, a couple of weeks later, I think. And it's got that was kind of like a random blur of a day in a way. Mm. I just remember it being organised and my parents kind of explained what was going to happen. And they're like, okay, so a uh, limousine's gonna pick us up, like with a bit, bit of a smile on the face. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get taken down a limousine. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why, yeah. Is, why is this a good thing? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean,
0: the limo's okay ish, but if, <laughs> like, not in the way mm. to a funeral, not a smiley thing. And I remember the whole kind of event being. That they kind of asked me if I wanted to do a speech, and I was like, "Nope." No, I
2: can't yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but I, I was one of the um, people I lifted the, the took the coffin uh, oh, up wow. and down.
2: That's a lot for a 16 year old boy as well. Yes, but, like... but
0: again, it's just wait. You, you just have to you have to do it. Mm. But I just knew I wouldn't be able, to be able to hold it together to do like a eulogy or a speech. Or oh something. god,
2: no, no. Uh, I didn't speak at my dad's funeral. Yeah, I spoke at my grandpa's funeral, but yeah, my dad, I, oh, I didn't even. I don't think uh, I don't think my mum me or my brother spoke I think other people did cause yeah. it was just like
0: you're too much in a bit of a haze aren't yeah, you yeah
2: you're like what like and I think as well like when you are a teenager you're sort of like but you're like it's not my job that's an adult's job <laughs> like <laughs> can an adult do that please yeah, like, exactly um, do, yeah I, don't so know. I want to be an
0: adult and, but you wouldn't let me so that, that's down to you
2: guys yeah yeah, to yeah but it, someone yeah. else can sort out this, this stuff and was it um, was it a burial
0: it was a burial in a place in Manchester and I don't, I don't remember, we weren't, I wasn't crying until, I don't remember crying until he'd been buried and we got into the car with my mum
2: mm.
0: and we just kind of like hugged each other. Yeah, of course. And like, like properly wept.
2: Oh, that proper sobbing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that like utter sobbing that that only comes, I think, with...
0: That massive grief.
2: Yeah, grief or real tragedy, like that real like... You know, they call it like, sort of, like, heartbreaking. your ribs mm. are shaking, like. like... where's that
0: come from? Yeah, it's like... I like should have done that before.
2: It comes, like, <laughs> from the earth, doesn't it? You feel like you're like, wow, I didn't know I could make that sound. Yeah, that happened, yeah. Yeah, and it's, um... I know I always say this on the show, but, like, it seems like when you have a baby, you're like, I heard this noise, and I was like... Who's that? I was like, oh, it's me. Like this noise comes out of you, which is like pure animal. And I think it's the same when you're grieving. It's like that animal pain. You know, like when dogs howl, it's yeah. that same thing of like... So that instinct. Yeah, it's like, ow, this ow, it hurts. And it's so hard, because I think we grow up, because we don't talk about death enough, we grow up with this idea of like, well, if you bang your knee... And it hurts you cry but then it's okay yeah and so the idea that something just physically hurts but it isn't a physical pain like you didn't cut your arm no. so why am i why am i why wailing am I as yeah. if like my leg's broken because it feels like my leg's broken yeah it's really hard oh that must have been so hard and then did you um did you go back to school like how did you feel how did you
0: yeah so we went back to school i think pretty much the first day after the school holidays finished wow um
2: Oh yeah, of course because it it's Christmas. Christmas, yeah, it Christmas oh, holidays and crazy. i kinda of went back. Yeah.
0: Um, went back with a note that my mum wrote, gave it to my to my form teacher, to the class teacher, with a little note. And of course a lot of the people at school knew him.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. So
0: um so that was kind of a that was kind of a shock for some of the teachers who mm. knew him and then and then seen him go to a different school. But no no one no one on the teacher said anything apart from I remember two specific teachers who came up to me and said you know, sorry, about your brother. And that Aww. was like, so, that was like so cool.
2: Oh, <laughs> dude, okay. It was, like, it was
0: like funny. i was just thinking about these guys. Um, just thinking about his teachers who took the time out to say this. Just to them, it was so cool of them.
2: I know. It's so funny that I was thinking about this yesterday. I was writing something and I was trying to remember if any teachers said anything to me. And I. I don't think they did. No. I remember one, like, because it was, like, before my GCSEs. I <laughs> think I've told this story. So from this Ger- my German teacher, who I had a terrible relationship with, said to me, um, actually, a German oral exam. Yeah. And she said to me, like, well, like, you know, I know what's happened. So if you don't want to talk about your family, you don't have to. But in the, uh, the whole point was you'd be like, Mein Bruder ist yeah. not, you know, an, ich habe ein yeah. So ich habe I was,
0: elbeste, uh, yeah. Ja, Have yeah. ein Bruder. And, yeah. Uh,
2: so I was yeah. like... But it felt like it was being dealt with. Of like, it's a bit inconvenient that your father's died. So yep. do you want to... Decide? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. I just won't say mein Vater. I just yeah. say mother. Mutter. Like, <laughs> and that was it. That was it. But And, and one teacher did because she lived next door to us. So she obviously knew. But no, yeah, my memory... I can't, I can't remember, like you said, that you're obviously moved by that So people sort of took the time to be like, yeah. I understand kind of what's going was on. Like I had
0: PE teacher and um, a history teacher. I was like, a history teacher... I, I loved him, but a lot of people hated him. He was, like, really, really strict, but at the same time, he it was, it was quite funny.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it
0: was, like, out of character for him, in a way, to, to yeah, do that. Yeah, be emotional, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but that must have meant a lot to you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And
0: one of them, um, the P.T., she came to the funeral as well. Oh, wow. So, which was really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's stuff like that matters, isn't it? It's sort of, like, it's hard to explain sometimes why it does, but mm. it's just, like, that... So, had an effect on other people. You oh, know, yeah. It wasn't just your brother. And and when you see other people grieving, you're like, oh, yeah, like they mattered, didn't they? Yeah. It's like they were here, they were real, they were a person rather than sort of going, oh, uh, no, some, they're just gone. Like uh, s- Yeah,
0: so it's just not something that's not there. It's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? A dream for, yeah, for 16 years? Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Because it gets packed away and people don't quite know what to say. So, yeah. you do end up thinking, did I did I make it up? Yeah. That's how I just suddenly felt sometimes with my dad. I was like, not that he didn't exist. It was like, it's just a blank. Because it was like, people wouldn't ask and I wouldn't say. So you'd just be like, yeah, you sort of in your brain, is like, did I, did he ha- did I have a dad? Yeah, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, he did exist. Yeah. He was, yeah, he's he this, he this kind of person. Yeah, um, yeah. And I had a few friends kind of corralling around me as well. So I think the first day back at school, we had like rugby practice before school practi- uh, started properly. And uh, one of my best friends, best friends, just came up to me and said, how's, how's things at home? Oh. And that was, that was like a really cool... Thing to yeah. say, and and it's just no, it's just nice to know that even though people weren't like, hugging me and like coming, and yeah, it, there yeah. was that kind of like, dude, well, we're here for you, kind of thing.
2: That's the thing I think is so important that people sometimes don't realize. Like, mm. it doesn't have to be a ginormous, sobbing, hugging, <laughs> but just <laughs> exactly. someone being like, it's like "I know." You. Is everything how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, and that can be enough to feel like, oh, okay, they they get it. Like,
0: because I think you need to, people do things differently. And I remember. That that friend, his his father then died before we went to university. Oh, wow. There's like a period like my brother died, and then another one of our good friends, his father died, and then my friend who he said how's how's your, how's your, things at home died. All in the space for like two years. Wow. So it was all like this kind of like what the fuck's happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a horrible.
2: Kind of um What's the word, like, horrible awakening to what, yeah. like, what the other side of the world is, isn't it? Like, oh, there's all this other stuff, isn't and it? And like,
0: it just became, well, oh, this is, so this is part of life then, we just yeah. need to kind of crack on with it a bit. Um,
2: did that help having those friends though? Did you kind of, did you find you got closer to those two friends?
0: We've always, like, just made sure we are around for each other.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and there is that like, kind of, a, a bit of closeness, because you've experienced a similar kind of thing. We don't really, yeah. we don't really talk about it that much. I think we did more at the time. Mm. Um... But there's always been like, dude, if you ever just want to talk, I haven't really taken, I don't think I've really taken them up on it, but the you know offers, there, the, yeah. The, yeah, knowing it's there is like, is, um, is really cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think it can be, well, I've talked about it before, like to have other teenagers going through it because mm. I think it's so, it's such a weird thing. It's a weird
0: thing part time of life anyway yeah exactly it's like so. it's weird
2: anyway and you feel like sad anyway because you're a teenager <laughs> and then something <laughs> comes on that really makes you feel sad so to have other people just be like yeah i, I get I, I do. I how get you it. feel yeah it's really important and then um how was it with your family did you feel like did you guys talk about some or how did you remember him
0: i think my mum was like for her it was like every saturday mm. for a while it was like the worst day ever is that because
2: that would be when sort of family day?
0: No, that's because, yeah, because she, he died on Saturday. Oh, I see. So she'd been at work and came back and like, oh. for like, her, her every day, every, like Saturdays for a while. Was living
1: like, it. Was, yeah, oh, was reliving it. Her.
0: Instead of like once a year on, on the day it happened, yeah. it
1: was
0: like, Saturday again, I've got to get up and do this. And she she kind of asked, like, I oh, know she's not playing the computer as much. Is that because that's what he did with Soam? And I was like, oh, I don't know. It might probably yes. was... Properly, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. So things, yeah, things. I can't really remember like decompressing that much. It kind of got on with with life as as it was, and it, yeah. it was just this. You know, I was looking forward to going to uni not long after. Mm. Um, but the family, I think everyone everyone was and supportive and caring of each other, and uh, didn't feel unloved or anything yeah, like that at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't really. I don't think we really went into discussing it so much did so, you
2: what happened to like did you guys share a room or did he have his own room
0: so we had our own, our own room at that point yeah yeah And um, or the brother had his own room as well um so that became like the spare room we didn't feel the need to do anything with it, and yeah, it was all yeah. you know now soames room kind of uh for a while for a fair while until uh younger brother Galibe decided to want the bigger room <laughs> and, <laughs> and move into <laughs> and move into his room fair enough,
2: fair enough. yeah
0: yeah um it just felt supportive, really.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then when you got to uni, like, did you did you tell people about it? Or did you sort of go into that, like, and just kind of not... Like, when the classic question of, like, oh, how many brothers and sisters yeah. do you have? Like, yeah, how did you sort of negotiate that?
0: I didn't... You know, I didn't... I don't think many people knew. A lot of people still don't know that I had wow. um, uh, a brother who died. Mm. And I find that it's kind of an odd situation. Mm. And I, I should have told the guys at uni because, you know, met at, met at uni and then we lived together for a year and then we moved into houses subsequently to each other and I think it was then like the second year after we were like oh yeah I don't know how it came up with conversations like my brother died like the year before uni mm. but I always find that a bit of a weird kind of river to cross when someone yeah. says so yeah do you have any brothers and sisters I'm mm. like do I say one because they're still alive or do I say yeah I had a brother, I had two brothers but one died Yeah. And then becomes like oh that's a downer of a conversation what, <laughs> how do you how do you navigate that stream? Mm. Um, I mean, do you get the kind of same kind of thing? Do people yeah, kind of say, yeah. "What well, what's your dad do? And you're like, oh. All oh, the time. Uh, and especially,
2: I think, that like, uni conversations, it happens It happens less as you get older, doesn't it? Because yeah. people don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at uni, everyone's like, oh, you know. And I would talk about my mum a lot, obviously. I'd be like, oh, my mum, my mum. And they'd be like, oh, where do your parents live? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, right, like, in London. And they're like, oh, right, so do you live with your mum? And I'd be like, Yeah. yeah. And then you, you could see they're trying to work it out. They're like, so they divorced? Yeah, and they you, like, think that you
0: feel like there's something about that, yeah, that like, conversation. They
2: know you're not saying something. Yeah. But like what I found weird <clears throat> is that they never expected me to say he was dead. Sure, but then I'd be like, why? Like, people die all the time. So why? And then I'd be like, oh, he's dead. They'd be like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. And you're like, but You've when you ask do... someone yeah. that question, you have to have <laughs> the possibilities. The possibilities are they're dead. Yep. I don't speak to them. They hate me. Or they live around the corner and we're great friends. Yep. Like, that's in there, right? Dead and in that is in there. Is,
0: is the definite option.
2: Yeah, so I would always be like, why are you, why are you sort of taken aback by like, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. And you'd be like, well, it's okay. As I used to say, like, it's not your fault. You didn't kill him. You not kill
0: You went there with a, with a knife.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it. I've got. I've got easier with it, obviously, because now everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joy of doing a podcast about it, Kobe. Um, but I still. I used to get that sort of like you know that slightly anxious, sick feeling when like the conversation is going towards that, and you're like, am I going to tell them? Do I want that conversation now? I'm in a noisy pub. Do I? Yeah. Like, like how well do I know them? Like, all of this stuff. I think mean, you,
0: you kind of... Well, I kind of, like, do, like, a, a random calculation in my head as to, like, yeah. how much time am I going to spend with this person after this conversation?
2: <laughs> That's good. So
0: it's like... Yes. If I'm literally not going to see them again, I'm. for me, unless they bring up, like, my brother died or something like that in the conversation, I'm like, Yes yeah, same, same with me. But I wouldn't bring it... I, because how do you kind of forge that afterwards? Yeah, like I say, yeah, it becomes like, oh, <laughs> oh, really? You put a bit of a downer on that. I just want a quick pint and <laughs> no talking about dead dead siblings. Um, but if it's someone who I think I'm going to spend time with yeah. afterwards, then I'm like, yeah, I have two brothers. i had two brothers. It's like, well, do I have have I got two brothers or did I have two brothers? Now I just have one.
2: It's so weird. Um,
0: it? And also, the there's like sort of fact of like, oh, how do you navigate this conversation afterwards? Mm-hmm. How, where's it gonna Where's it gonna pick up afterwards?
2: Yeah. I th- i think what i try and do now is be aware of like how i'm feeling
0: sure
2: so i'm like if i'm feeling okay i can be like oh yeah he died i was 15 and then you know you have that sort of
0: nonchalant yeah Yeah. it's just
2: a like these are the facts but if i'm not feeling okay and i feel like a bit like oh it might not be a day i want to talk about it you know yeah. yeah so then you try and navigate it of like and again i think that's a really good tip to be like when will I see you again? <laughs> is it going to be like probably as a work thing, and you don't need to go into it? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's totally fine to just do whatever. Yeah, whatever Where works feels for best you. The time yeah. Out. But it is so hard, isn't it? Because I spoke to someone recently, um, a lady who just her son had just died, and she was saying the same thing. She was like, how, "How? What do I answer? when I say how many children do I have? Mm. Yeah. And my mum had it for a bit when people used to say, "Are you married? And she'd be like, "I don't know what to say. Because no, the answers, I am, but he's dead so yeah we like parted
0: through death that's what the vows were yeah I guess. yeah exactly yeah, so. so does
2: it now not count like till death <laughs> does part so um, is it now null and void or but I didn't choose that yeah. so yeah it's it's really tricky but I think Again, the problem is because we don't talk about it. If we talked about it more, I think we'd all practice it. Wouldn't yeah, we? we'd,
0: we'd be. That like I say, it, it always is an option if you ask yeah. that kind of question. So, and then you'd be um, a bit more
2: comfortable. And you'd be like, oh, I know oh, what I okay, like saying. Yeah. Or well, I, yeah. sorry to
0: hear that. Um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to hear that is a valid response. Yes, yeah, so because valid. obviously you never like. Yeah, yeah. No one's ever glad to hear that. Yeah, glad to hear that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant oh, news! Yeah. Oh, great. Cracky. Man, that's brilliant. Good for you. Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, and I think the worrying about putting it down or on something is really hard because it, you shouldn't... It's what happened. Like mm. You shouldn't feel the pressure of putting it down at, like... If anything, I feel like, well, I've had something bad. It's now the other person's job to cheer it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I may have brought this down, but that's my life. So now your job is to...
0: Yeah, pick it up again. Pick
2: it up again. Pick up the slack. <laughs>
0: Dance, clown.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it, yeah, it's, it's really tricky. And then, um, like... With aniver- like, How do you feel about anniversaries and stuff like that? Like, Are you somebody, has it...
0: It's mainly um, his birthday.
2: Oh, right. So when's yeah. his birthday? What month is it? It's the 12th it? of March. Oh, okay. So you get it, all of your stuff is beginning of the year, right? Yeah, You've got January yeah. and March. Heavy loaded. To, heavy, heavy loaded. <laughs> to yeah, yeah. to the
0: start of the year. Um, so yeah, it's the 12th of March is like, because I find, because there'll be some, sometimes months when you don't really think, I don't really think yeah, about him. Yeah, of
2: course. Him. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then it's like 12th of March, like so boom. Yeah.
2: It would
0: have been his birthday. And when you like close kids, like you yeah, and having the birthday together, because that's such a. When you kids, you know, your birthday is like the best thing in the world ever.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so is your birthday a similar time? As well? My
0: birthday's the 1st of January. Oh,
2: okay. And
0: his is like three months after. So we're always like, yay, get yeah. our friends together and go to McDonald's or Wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. And also, what it seems that a lot of my friends have their birthdays on the 12th of March as well.
2: Wow. And it's like, Fuck.
0: Happy birthday. Did uh, you just find
2: that out? Like, so just. As you got older, you just happened to meet people. Yeah, it
0: just happened to meet people who's... That's a bit odd, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is.
2: That's a bit funny. So I I've like got, that, though. I've got
0: three or four like good friends who, whose birthdays are on the same day wow. as my brother's birthday um was is. So I always remember the 12th of March. Yeah. I always remember their birthdays as well. They
2: must be like, Kobe never yeah, forgets, exactly. <laughs> he's such a good friend. He always remembers our birthday. You're like, there's a reason. Like, yeah. But do you think that's... I think that's kind of interesting that you've ended up with friends on that same birthday, i
0: a way. To, I don't know. I was trying to work out if there's like a... That's a popular day for, <laughs> for births or trying to conceive. I, I, but ultimately, ultimately, I don't want to think back to... No. <laughs> when, when was the conception then in the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't want
2: to that's think about horrible,
0: it. a horrible, dark But then there's just ring.
2: something kind of, um. I don't know, something kind of nice that his birthday still is a part of your life yeah. in a way. Like yeah. Because if you didn't have those friends the same birthday, like it might be, like said, a bit quiet, and a bit sad. And in a way that you've got this other... There's
0: a boying factor yeah. to it, yeah.
2: Although is it hard? Because then you're seeing them with birthdays and thinking, oh... I guess it's a bit of both, isn't it? It's ever, a bit of both. I yeah.
0: just, I, I just think of it as a yeah. It's time to remember.
2: Yeah, yeah. Basically. And it's so hard when somebody is so young. Mm. I think that is really. I mean, other people, other guests have said that on the show. I don't know if you feel the same of like aging while someone doesn't age. You know, especially which obviously because my dad was older. Like yeah. he was always old to me. I always thought he was an old. Well, <laughs> an old that's man. it.
0: And yeah. What, yeah. Your dad was what, he was forty four, yeah. yeah.
2: Which now I think is Not that really old. young, yeah, <laughs> really at Fifteen, young. you're like, ah! yeah, at fifteen. I thought, sort of old man, of course he got cancer. He's old. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of what I sort of was like. Yeah, that makes sense. It's what old people get. Um, but so I never had that aging. But I remember Jade Adams, her episode, her sister died, talking about you know them you moving further away from that the bit where you were the same. Yeah. you know. So yeah, it's, how's that been? So
0: that's this year for the first time. Um, so, one of the guys I work with, he's kind of similar situation to myself. He's similar age to me. His brother died when he was young. Wow. Um, I think his birthday's around March time and his brother kind of died around March as well. Wow. And um, he said, yeah, sorry, Kobe, I've just been really quiet this week. This is, you no know, my brother died around this time of year. I was like, oh shit, my brother died around this time of year. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And then he asked me, he was like, well, how old would he have been if he's and I was yeah. like, fuck, I actually haven't, hadn't considered that. yeah,
2: yeah. And then yeah. all that
0: kind of like, conflicts of my mind just going like oh so he would have been 37 so he I don't what what we would what would he have been had he had yeah. lived he wanted to be a pilot would he have done that probably not so my <laughs> mum would have gone no you're not going to be a pilot because planes crash <laughs> um, and all the kind of yeah mine explosions kind of happen As like oh yeah so he, he generally hasn't for me he'll always be the kids who used to fight on our in our bedrooms together
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's hard isn't it it's like I don't think I don't think either is wrong because that is the truth. Mm. He will permanently be in that teenage world, and I think sometimes, sort of, when you when people move it forward, because sometimes you know they'll be like, "Oh, what would your dad been like as a grandpa?" I'm like, and sort of imagining an old man and imagining this world where you know, like he met my child, and and then it's it's like it's 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 so weird. It's so weird because you're like, well, I can sort of go down that road, but also.
0: Does it help you that it Does much? it help? Yeah. Does it help?
2: I don't know. I don't know. And it, and I know what you mean. I think my mum said something the other day about how old he would have been. And um, I do not what she said. She said something like, oh, he would have been 70 this year or something, or, or next year. And that blew my mind. I was like, yeah. what? 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 And I was like, it just somehow just the age really like pinpoint, you know, because you know you, people that age, don't and you? 70 is like a,
0: a big age, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. A big and, like round number. There yeah. would have been a party for him probably for yeah. that as well.
2: So. And you just suddenly go oh, that seems really real, like that they're not there to do that. And I guess for you, because you said you're so close in age, you can really parallel the lives, can't you? Yeah.
0: So it would have been universities together, maybe with different ones, and would have been those kind of things. So, yeah, it was a a mind-blowing question for me when he he asked me. Yeah, I don't know why I I hadn't thought about it. You you probably just don't. I
2: think it's just different brains do different things. And I think sometimes your brain is like, I don't want to... Take that person into the future because they're not yeah, there. They're not there, and I think some people, some people find great comfort in that. Of like, oh, they would have been this, and I can remember them, and I can imagine their life. And for other people, it's like, oh, it's just a bit painful. Actually, I'd rather not have that experience. And it is, I think, grief as a teenager is really, um it's just so hard, isn't it? Because like you said, you just something happens when you don't have the words for it. Yeah. So then you're constantly trying to like figure out, I how you felt at that point.
0: And I thought, I think a lot of that's kind of retrospective as well. Now, I look, trying to look back, I mean, these questions now you're asking me, I'm like, what was it like the mm. days after? And I don't know if it's just a blur or I don't really yeah, remember or if it yeah. was actually kind of like, oh, actually, well, he's at rest now because he was suffering for the last yeah, couple of years. I'm like, yeah. okay, in a way, there's a bit of happiness that he's not suffering anymore. I don't yeah. know if I remember feeling quite happy for him that he's not suffering, I don't know. Um, so there's all those kind of things that might have been going on in my head.
2: Did you talk to anyone about it, particularly? Did you have counselling or?
0: No, I didn't do. Yeah. Um, I no, I haven't haven't done that. And sometimes think about it, but haven't taken a step to. Mm. Um, I'm, not, feel... I'm not
2: saying you have to. No, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I just
0: <laughs> you wondered... must uh, address this. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel, I think, potentially, everyone could ben- benefit from counselling yeah, and speaking yeah. to someone um, about yeah. various different things.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think at the time. Because obviously that so that was the year, but he, um, so died the year before my dad. Yeah. And at the time, yeah, like I didn't really have any counselling as a fifteen-year-old. But now I think if it happened now, there'd be much more like the school. I'd hope supportive would be yeah. quite supportive and pastoral care, and you might. But like I think our generation was sort of like, I guess I just go back to school then, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um
0: Can you play rugby this weekend, Kobe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can. Yeah. I physically can. <laughs> yeah. So it's just interesting to. I mean, I so, said, you know, I didn't get um, any speak to anyone until about 18 years after he died. Sure. And I think that's quite common with teenage de- teenage grief as well, because it just takes so long for you. Like, you have to sort of, like, park it slightly, don't you? Sort of put it over there, then grow up yourself, then have yeah. all these experiences, and then be like, oh, hang on. And then
0: be able to unpick and go, oh, so that's what happened at yeah. that time. It's like when when I saying before, my dad saying, so you so many. Okay. Just to, hmm. because he had fallen asleep and he wasn't sure whether it was, you know, whether it was yeah, passing yeah. At that time. Um, but also I often wonder, and it's a good question for yourself. Maybe is like how, how much of your dad passing kind of shaped your life and shaped your yeah, drive and shapes like yeah. the way you are now.
2: It's so hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. Like I find that really, I remember talking to Robert Webb about that because his mom died when he was 17. I Right. Think. And, um, it's so hard to uh, like untangle it from who you are because it's fundamentally a part of who you are. Yeah. Um, Which for years I really hated. I was like, oh, I don't want to be the girl that's dad died. Like, and that's. I was like, it doesn't define me. It's just a thing that happened. Is what you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, and yeah, I think it definitely. It definitely shaped the drive. Definitely. Mm. I definitely was very driven. I was driven before anyway, and my, but then my dad was extremely driven. Sure. And I wonder if I h- genetically inherited it or I was emulating it because he wasn't there. Like, yeah. it's really hard to tell things, isn't it? Just like, to see how
0: that went. So yeah. I know I mean, I think I kind of absorbed a few things from him. Mm. Like I started listening to a lot more, I don't know, different music that he used to listen to more than yeah. I did when he when he kind of passed. I listened to... There's an episode of Free Economics and there's like they did like a strand for like a few weeks about um about creativity. Oh
2: right, yeah, yeah.
0: And there's one quote which I really kind of kind of hit me and there's like in this space in the US. So the um I think it was like a, a statement that said like in now in on average 8% of 16-year-olds experience like familial loss or parental death. Yeah. Uh, when you're 16. Yeah, yeah. But then in different in different career pathways that's that kind of changes so they're saying like um us presidents i think there's like 26 percent of europe's presidents had had a father or mother who passed before they were 16 and then like um as a poet it's like 55 percent of what yeah so i was like oh shit i wonder if like
2: oh my god that's fascinating how many people
0: in the creative industries have had that kind of experience and that's been either freeing for them to say well let's just do this because it seems more interesting to me or that's how that drive affects you going forward or how that Grief or how that experience yeah. is like,
2: and it's so interesting because that's—I mean, you know—that's only limiting to like death because obviously there's other forms of tragedy that yeah, can it, happen to someone. Definitely. But that's so interesting. I mean, well, this podcast is testament that like a lot of comedians and, and people who work in the creative industry have uh, lost someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like my mum always like for um. I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but she was like, she was like, it's always dads. You've got so many dead dads with these stand-ups, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, perhaps there's a link somewhere a link there, yeah. there. Like the, the yeah, there's definitely like, yeah, lose it. What I read someone is like, if you lose your father, it's like losing the the person to gain approval from, right because um, your mother t- traditionally that's always uh, going to support you yeah traditionally obviously in a wonderful world not everyone has that but traditionally like the mother is uh, yeah unconditional love and the father is approval that's what I think like f- I'm really really crassly <laughs> paraphrasing Freud or something like that and I was like oh that's interesting so we've all lost our dads and then we go to get that approval from an audience oh
0: right from what okay know, like because
2: like it's like they love me they think oh, I'm okay. they're proud of me <laughs> they're proud of me when my dad's not here to tell me but the audience are proud of me like yeah, then, I see you clapping you, know, you love me yeah it's, it's hard isn't it and do you feel that with um with Soam, do you feel like there's like it gave you something of like just fucking go for it or well
0: a lot of people just say to me like dude you're always doing stuff, you're always like you've got two podcasts in mm. the go, you um track on the stuff, and you just did this, that, blah, blah, blah. You're always like, I'm just gonna do this thing because I why not have a yeah, go and see what yeah. happens? And when I heard that quote, I was like, I'm not really I wouldn't class myself as a creative person, but i am definitely cast myself as someone who's just like I'm gonna have a crack at it. You're, um, very and cre- then, you're,
2: very, you're definitely a creative person Two yeah, podcasts. Uh, that's, that's creative yeah yeah uh,
0: well thank you um, but I think again like you said before I'm not sure if that's just my personality anyway and yeah. I would have just done that anyway or that's a freeing factor whereby I've seen what can happen mm. and I'd rather just try things and if it fails then I've like for me I'm, I've tried and failed rather than I know a lot of people who were, uh, yeah but I could, I could try that but uh, I don't know I could not succeed so I'm not going to do anything where yeah. for me that's like the, the worst thing in the world um, yeah, to not know. To not know, like try and yeah, try, fail, then you move on to the next thing. I'm so my mind is, my and my conscience is so much lighter if I know I've tried something and given it a good go and it's not worked.
1: And yeah, then I'm like, yeah. okay, well I
0: did that and on to the next thing. And I've got so many other ideas of gajillions of other things in in my head that I'd like to love to have a crack at. So uh, yeah, that's the. So I do wonder if that's where part of that kind of comes from.
2: Yeah, wanting to live life. Yeah. Quite full, to a full extent. I definitely have that as well. Of like if I'm scared about something, <clears throat> you know, and I have terrible anxiety <laughs> mm. but like it doesn't stop me. Yeah. That's what I think is quite interesting. Like some people who have anxiety like just can't can you know, really can't do the work or they can't get out of the house and I find the anxiety I was even though I'll feel so terrified of something, I'm like, I'm still going to do it.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> just, of
2: course, I'm just going to do it, yeah, terrified. Yeah. But be just... people,
0: like you said, people wouldn't leave the house for, for yeah, days. Yeah. And stuff like that.
2: yeah. And I, you know, again, like you said, who it's high, it's really hard to untangle with. Some gave you that ability to go. Oh, life's quite short, isn't it? Yeah. So just like YOLO. Yeah. As much as I hate that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, come, yeah, it You know, it has a truth to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, Kobe, thank you so much for coming to talk to me no, about for, it was.
0: Thank you for listening. It was
2: really, really <laughs> lovely. What music did he like? Tell us that.
0: Um, well, he liked, um well, we all like Michael Jackson. <laughs> problematic <laughs> Another things. Another problematic, yeah. Uh, but also he, you know, he liked the Fugees and, and like earlier hip hop stuff. Uh, oh. When I was just watching, uh, for me, it was like everything that was on top of the pops was like fine. Yeah,
2: yeah. So my
0: tastes were ve- really varied, but also... Pretty naff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but then I think maybe sharpened it up a bit afterwards.
2: So we, I recommend someone go, if you've listened to this, go and listen to some early hip hop. Yeah, right now. some
0: Fuji's, the first, well, the second Fuji's album with oh. Ooh La La La. Oh, and, yeah, great. Yeah.
2: yeah, let's put that on and remember so. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Kobe is the host of two podcasts, Flix Watcher and The Wire Stripped. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Griefcast. The show is edited by Kate Holland, hosted by me, Carrie Lloyd, not always with a cold. The music was by The Glow Ensemble. And yeah, we recorded this one at Whistledown Studios. And remember, you're not alone.